eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All righty, as we do every single Tuesday at this time, talking some Eagles football with quick sex. In the booth now for, gosh, got to be about a quarter century. One of the great Eagles offensive players of all time. He saw that win on Sunday that almost felt like a loss. Mr. Mike Quick. How you doing, Mike? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Mike, sponsored by Bet Parks. Open the Bet Parks Sportsbook app. Win your first $10 bet and get $125 in sports bonus bets. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. Now, Mike, before we get to this, you know, present-day Eagles thing, let's go back a little bit in Eagles time. Because i got to find out from you, Joe Douglas could be making a phone call today. Who should be expecting a call more, Nicholas Foles or Carson Wentz? If you're Joe Douglas, who are you calling up to join the Jets, Foles or Wentz? Here we go again. Come on, man. That's an easy one. Foles? I think Carson, Carson Wentz is done. Yes! <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I really want the guy to be done done, but I just – it's just – Man, so you really think he is done, Mike? You think you think Carson is well, done? Well, I don't – you know, physically, I think he has a lot, but I just think that it takes a whole lot more than just what you have physically. And uh, between the years, I think he's got some issues going on. Wow. Well, I agree with you on that. That's, that's strong talk, though, coming from you and your perspective. Do you think Foles will get signed, Mike? What's your gut feeling tell you? I don't think so. I think Nick Foles has, you know, he's run his course. I think he was great, but I don't think Nick, I don't even, I'm not even sure if he even wants to play any more football. At this point in his life, it's time to move on and be a dad and be all the other things that you can be. All right, one more here, Mike, and then we're getting to, to the last game. Does Carson show up in 2027 for the 10 year reunion? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I think he should. Unless he's, yeah, I think he should. He definitely should. Absolutely. He de- I yeah, tend to think he, he probably. Look, I if, think if, he would. If yeah. Scott Rowland and the Phillies have a day together, yeah, and that's coming up, Scott Rowland day with the Phillies. Yeah, if yeah, that can happen, I mean Carson did 
truly help the Eagles win a Super Bowl. I mean, they were no, they didn't and... win it. It wasn't for Carson in the early part of the year. I don't think they win it, but yeah, yeah he she should show up. I, I, I would, I, I would agree. hope that he shows up. I agree with that. All right, um, the Eagles three quarters showed up on Sunday, Mike. W- what do you make of that? Of it being so close and and a root canal at the end for the Eagles to pull it out. What did you make of that performance by the Birds? Not surprising to me that they start out a little slow early in the season, uh, given that you didn't play the starters at all in the in the preseason. And and it's the start of the season. It's so, always so unpredictable early in the season. And you're playing against a team, especially the, the defense of the Patriots, that's so unpredictable. You never know what they're going to do, not just from quarter to quarter, but from series to series, because it, they're so good at changing things up and not – allowing you to get a beat on what they're doing. So I'm not surprised. Um, but keep in mind, you know we have 17 weeks of this, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but why so, were we consistently behind in the down and distance, Mike? Not very good on first down. That was one of the big issues, I, I thought, that um, us, with the exception of the first drive, we were just not good in, uh, on first down, first, second down, mm-hmm. getting to an easy place where the play calling is easy on third down. And then 25, 28.5% on third and fourth down, that's a number that troubles any offensive coordinator, I'm sure. Uh, how much did Jalen struggle as a passer in this game? We thought we'd, we thought we'd seen him take a huge step, and then it just didn't look the same. Uh did he take a step back? And why, Mike? Why did he struggle? So I'm just just guessing that without having like true live reps, that I think that that had to be a factor in the way that they all played. Um, I don't think that is something that we have to be alarmed about, especially with Jalen. I think that that's going to come. Uh, I, I hate when I see a game where Dallas Goddard gets one target. And there are times when I thought Jalen had an opportunity to get the ball to Goddard mm-hmm. and just didn't. So that's those things happen. But I just it's the first game, and I'm happy that they came away with the win. But yeah, you have to look at all the details and try and figure out how to get this thing better because it didn't look good at all. So how much should we be grading the Eagles on a curve? You 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 feel like there were extenuating circumstances here? I just feel like it's early and. There are a lot of things that you have to work out. There are a lot of things that they're going to work out. And on the defensive side especially, it's still there's still this getting to know guy stages mm-hmm. for Sean Desai, for the players themselves. you got to figure out what they can do, what they can't do. And, you know, there are five or six guys over there that weren't even there that they're counting on for this year. And – until you put these guys on the fire, you just don't know what they can do and how good they are, how they react to, to different situations. What'd you make, Mike, of how that defense played and, and what it means for the coming season, the rest of the season? Well, a lot of the defense I loved. A lot of it looked really good. Um, the concern is that some of the linebackers and coverage didn't look that good, uh, some of the safety coverage, because if you – most of the passes that they were completing were in the middle of the field, in that area of the linebacks, in that area of the safeties. Um, but I can tell you this, the future of the D-line position is very bright because those young guys were getting after it. 
Um, Milton Williams looked really good. You know, I'm, I'm sure you guys already talked a lot about Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, yeah. but the D the D line just overall they looked really good. Even the old guy Fletcher, they looked good. The D line looked really good. So now it's just a matter of making sure that you got you get that type of play on all three levels of your defense. How surprised were you that we didn't see more Nolan Smith in this game? Uh, a little bit surprised, but when you're getting the play that they were getting from that position, you really, you know, it's it's like when you had um, Dean last year and your linebackers, Kazir White, played so well and Ed was play, played so well. You didn't really have room to get N'Kobe on the field very much. Hmm. Did it feel like – how were the Patriots able to effectively slow our pass rush? It, it You know, Hassan Reddick didn't have the production – uh, it took, what, three minutes left in the game until we got our first sack. What were they doing that was stymieing us? They were making sure that Mac Jones got the ball out of his hands. Now, there were a couple of times when he held it, but for the most part, he got the ball out, John. He didn't mm-hmm. hold on to the ball. That ball was coming out quickly. And almost to the point where he gave too many opportunities to the Eagles on the back end to get interceptions, the ball was coming out. And, you know, the pass rush, they were breaking down the pocket, but as soon as they got close, he was getting the, the football out. And mm-hmm. they, the Patriots are fortunate that the Eagles didn't get more interceptions on some of the throws that, that Jones put out there in the secondary. So if we have to play without James Bradbury this week, how well can our young cornerbacks manage that? I think if – you know, if you have to put these guys in during the week, they know that they're going to have to be the guy. And they're working on strictly the game plan as a starter. I think they do well. I, I know that Josh Job is a talented, talented player. Um, I think he could do well. Uh, I want to see a little bit more out of Avante Maddox because, you know, he's a, he's a guy when he's healthy, he always makes plays. And I thought there were a couple of – he had a couple of opportunities to make plays and uh, just came up short in that game. But game planning and understanding that you're going to be the guy, if that's Josh Job or Ringo, however they decide to go, I think they'll be just fine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, do you expect – let's talk about this Eagles-Vikings game. Do you expect Darius Slay to travel with Justin Jefferson across the field, left side of the field, right side of the field, all over the place like he did last year, one year older? Is 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 that going to be the game plan for, for Slay and, and the Eagles defense? So I think Slay likes a matchup like that, and I think it's just going to depend on Sean Desai and if he's comfortable with that. Um they're going to play this a little differently this whole season. It's going to be a little differently from the way Jonathan Gannon ran the defense. So it's hard to tell. I know that that's the challenge that Slay would like, but will Sean decide to decoordinate to be comfortable with that? Don't know. Also on this Vikings game, uh, Mike, let me give you a theory I've got from the, the game just happened. In, in the moment, obviously, it was very odd. 
seeing Kenny Gainwell get all those touches and no one else barely play. Um, My theory is that it was intentional by Nick Sirianni. Uh, Sunday's a Gainwell game. Thursday on the quick turnaround is going to be a, you know, going to be a uh, uh, a Boston Scott and Swift and maybe even Penny game. Do you buy that as the short week that it was intentional? I listen when I look at this defensive or the running back position, I can't figure out what they're going to do. I really can't because you've got four guys and they all can play and they all can do a lot of things that are similar. I think they're all decent pass catchers. They run the ball well. They're good north-south runners. I don't know how they intend to deploy these running backs. I think that's still a mystery, and it may be fluent from week to week. And, Mike, let's wrap on this because, of course, the the challenge this week is Justin Jefferson. I mean, he's one of the great players in pro football. How do you size him up, historically speaking, meaning – I mean, if, Je- if Jerry Rice is one all time, and I think he is a wide receiver, and then you're going to have, let's just take the last 40 years, you're going to have guys like T.O. and Randy Moss and Marvin Harrison and, and, and select others that are the absolute creme de la creme. Yeah. Um, does Justin Jefferson have a legitimate chance to finish as the second best receiver of all time? And is there a chance, is there a chance that he could challenge Jerry Rice before all is said and done. I don't mean statistically, because he's going to pass Jerry Rice statistically, I think, if he stays healthy. But is, is, is there a chance he's actually better? Uh, if he passes Jerry Rice statistically, I think there's a real argument that he's better. I think that talent-wise, I think he's better. Do you um, really? You think you, you think Justin Jefferson is a better talent than Jerry Rice? Well, you started – this by saying Jerry Rice the greatest ever. No well, question. I, I question that. Wow. All right. Floor's yours. So I, Go ahead. So I really believe I, I just talent. I give Randy Moss the edge. See, but I don't make it just you on. You know, I've said that too. Yeah, Joe. But, but Mike, I don't make it just on talent because to me, your focus, oh. your dedication, your training, you're not being well, a pain in the ass. Like all of that plays into how good a player you are. Well, here's what plays into Rice. You're in San Francisco. You're in a system that's kind of cutting edge to the NFL. Uh, You've got Joe Montana, who when you break to catch the ball, he hits you in stride, and all you need to do is run, catch it and run. Um, There's a lot of things that went into Jerry Rice, I think, being the best of all time, as many people say. But in terms of just talent, when I look at the position – I give the nod to Randy Moss. And then when I look at Justin Jefferson, I think that I don't know if I've seen anyone play the position better than I see this kid playing the position. Wow. Remarkable. All right, Mike. Well, fascinating commentary, man. We love having you on. Of course, Mike's going to be on the show uh, every Tuesday uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. Mike, thanks so much, man. Have a great call with Merrill. We'll be listening on Thursday night. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. How about that? That's some – I mean, forget the rice thing for what – he's saying – he's saying – Jefferson has a shot to be the best ever. That's something, That's man. That's some serious I, high praise. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he needs to continue at this well, level of for the next, you know, of course. 12, 15 years. He's off to an incredible start, though. He sure is. I mean, just an incredible Rice start. Rice did it forever, though. I mean, Rice's numbers after 40 versus other receivers after 40, It's like a, it's one of the playing. craziest stat things you've ever seen. I remember when Jerry Rice turned 40. We were playing up in Denver. 
uh, at mile high, and you know everyone's holding up the signs yeah. for forty. At that point in time, forty was unimaginable. He caught eighty passes one year at the age of forty, yeah. and most guys are dumb. Well, most great the, players that are was dumb. When by... we went to the Super Bowl yeah. in two thousand. So, here, ready for this stat? This is maybe the most wild stat you've ever heard. Jerry Rice, after the age of forty, had one hundred and sixty-one receptions, two thousand one hundred and sixty-nine yards, and the next receiver after forty. Tom Brady with one catch for six yards. <laughs> wow. That's great, James. Yeah. Wow. That's great. 